Hi there, Randy Green here, and welcome to another podcast. Today, I am going to act as an intermediary. Um, what could we call it? Transmitting uh, a council meeting that is going on as we speak. It is not the optimal conditions for me to do this podcast. Uh, I've got, I'm not well, uh, I'm breaking down some genetics from a critter that uh, is not in, in alignment with my energy system and by that gives me uh, uncomfortable symptoms similar to what we could say a pneumonia, which it isn't. Um, but that's a typical side effect of breaking down genetics that are not a part of us, those of us who are within the scope of these programs, unfortunately. The second thing that you will hear in the background is that we have got crazy weather here in Denmark. It is windy, similar to what most Americans are used to in the Midwest and other places. It's not a hurricane, but it's it's very close to, to getting to the point where things are being thrown around and uh, trees are breaking down, uh, breaking in two, and our, all of our uh, coastline is being flooded and houses are being battered and just preparing us for, as it has been worn for a very long time, that we better get started in preparing for different weather conditions than what we are accustomed to. So where are we right now? You will hear um, when I pause the podcast due to either I have to cough or the, it's just too much noise in the background. Okay, let us get started. We are, the scenario is we are in a holographic artificially created reality, which is completely possible uh, in the realms that are beyond our current state of existence. And it's under the Andromedan councils within the different groups that are right now uh, dealing with some of the challenges with the D8 collective uh, and the dark timeline. And there has been, as I have reported uh, in another podcast, perhaps or perhaps not, but a week or two weeks ago, we had this humongous and I was participating, whether it was a simulation or real or not, but this, this huge battle going on, uh, warlike scenes with uh, completely different types of alien technology that uh, we don't have inside this reality. And it was clear that it was in another system, a little bit confused whether it was on in the, the Mars scheme or it was somewhere else. It doesn't matter. Point being, there are battles going on right now in the taking down of the Orion Collective and their grip on our reality field to push out, as I talked about in the previous podcast, the, the Dark Collective timeline. And in that, of course, the ones that have collaborated with these inside the secret societies, as well as within the secret military projects, they are now under what we would call that group are now, since they, as I talked about in previous podcast, they shifted side, collaborated with, colluded with the D8 Collective just to discover that that was a bad decision. And that led to, first and foremost, they thought that they would get, this breakaway civilization thought that they would get prerogatives in the uh, the systems under the D8 Collective. They were promised a lot of, of, of gold stars, let's just put it that way, 
just to enter into the reality of, of these civilizations where it became clear that they would just be, would be positioned at the bottom of the hierarchy, which equals enslavement. So, as I said, other places, some of these groups, they turn around their ships. The first ones that landed, they got, they, too bad. They were the incomers. They didn't have a chance to get out of the, um, the different time zones that are around the different reality fields and they were as they were in they had got in through the stargates let's just call it that into the different time zones where they get recalibrated there when we talk about relative reality and relative time zones let's just call it a time zone but it is a holographic code stream that functions in a different way that creates a barrier quote unquote around each reality field that generates a specific type of environment specific type of reality that is often similar to the other quadrants that are rounded. So in that way, the different um, hubs within the different reality fields, they kind of, especially if they are too dissimilar, will reject each other like we have two magnets that are rejecting each other and by that are not interfering with each other. And these are the rings or the time zones, quote unquote, the continuums that are around these different reality fields. And to get through this, you have to use what we call a portal or a stargate. We call it a stargate because that's what we have been accustomed to. But these are gate systems within the holographic network that allows for this recalibration and reconfiguration that is depending on different types of genetics to be able to enter into these bridges, dimensional bridges, I would call them more accurately. And these dimensional bridges between different sectors and between different dimensions, while you're in it and it's not a wormhole, it is just like walking through an invisible door in your living room. That is what we're talking about. It's not a big, huge machinery as we have seen it in the movie Stargate. It is just literally the recalibration of your own energy system, of course, done by technology. And then there is a recalibration to the field you want to enter. Then you can walk between realities as we have seen it in some of the secret military pro pro uh, projects where kids literally um, uh, in the 1970s could be not quote unquote abducted, but they would go from, for instance, uh, one of the ones I saw in, the, in one of the military projects in England would be feeling the urge to go to the bathroom. That was typically in the second building. He would go into the bathroom and in the bathroom while he was there, he would be altered into what we could say a different state from where he would then be without any problem walking through these dimensional bridges into one of the my labs that he was part of and then he would be there outside of time and once he was done with the shenanigans I'll just leave it there then he would go back in and then reunite with his uh, peeing version and then literally within the same second walking in and out of our reality within the same time frame often within the same second Whereas some of the greys that have come in from the parallel systems that, that doesn't really care, they're sloppy. They're literally taking people out physically, taking them up into the crafts, creating a huge alternate reality around the human, abducting the complete human. Nobody else sees the craft or the human that suddenly is, is missing or the entire car or whatever's being 
beamed up, so to speak. Uh, Dolores Cannon talks about, talked about that as well. Um, and then literally being dumped somewhere else, they don't really care. It was sloppy or some uh, one I talked, a girl I was talking to, a woman actually, I just call her a girl, a woman, sorry, not to be derogative or anything, a woman I was talking about, a mother of some of the hybrid kids, she would often be losing t a sense of time and she would sit in her car and then she would come to terms of, to herself again sitting on a bench somewhere else hours later so that's the gray abduction programs they're sloppy but the original projects under the secret societies they are what we could call secret and they have been they have been done on humanity for 15,000 years and that's because they have these very advanced civilizations that has lived in their own other realms connected to our reality field and what we are we inside the enclosure and we don't know of this but they are living around us in what we call spherical holographic artificially generated realities that is possible within the same reality field to create secondary reality fields so that we are literally as we're in the middle of the hub and then there are spheres around us that are part of these alternate realities. And that's where when you have an incoming group such as the D8 collective or the D10, then the battle is around these spheres. And some of these spheres involve some of the planetary quote unquote systems we know of, such as Mars, connect to the scheme. And that's what a hub is. You have the center point and then you have the artificial realities or the realities created around it. As we see, for instance, uh, just to, to use an analogy around Jupiter, you have all the moons that are now little, little quote unquote rocks, but they used to be these spheres that now collapsed into the rocks that are now floating around as planetoids or as we call them moons. And that's when a reality field collapses, as I said, inside the outer domain, whenever it's no longer has a viability rate, it collapses and dustifies and crystallizes and turn into hard rocks or meteors or what have you, or crafts that comes in and doesn't have the correct type of holographic setting inside our reality will do the same thing. It will atrophy and crystallize and then go into entropy and begin to evaporate and turn into dust and become a meteor, which are some of the issues that we're having with meteors coming in from the Oort cloud. They're not meteors, they are ancient crafts that have not had the correct configuration. And that typically happens when someone is trying to breach quote unquote, the dimensional bridge, which they're not allowed to, then that's the effect of it. So if you don't have the energetic and genetic signature for that dimensional bridge, well, then the matter of the fact is you will, you will crystallize and dustify and literally turn into a hard rock inside our reality as it is. These are some of their um, security measurements around the different systems. Anyway, that group that went in, the first ones they were in and they were not able to get out because you can close the bridge. They had been uh, augmented prior to that as part of some of these projects. There were some things I saw in Australia and I was invited to see in Australia as part of my uh, different types of of inner work that I was doing when I was in Australia. And that's at, at some point, the, the question will come up, what were you doing there? Why were you invited into all of these kind of things? And it has to do, as I said, because of uh, my lineage and my origin and some of the things that I've been part of earlier on. Anyways, the reason why I'm yapping through this and, and don't want to go down that path is it's a kind of little bit throw off, but it gives you an explanation of how they can create these artificial realities. And that's why we 
are. We are in one of these spheres that is part of our reality field. We are inside the quote unquote enclosure that's, that creates planets as we know of them because we are in a crystallization process where everything is falling apart and the reconfiguration takes us out of that back into the fourth dimension where we will then begin to be able to see these different realities as also having quote unquote um, worlds that we know of it. And that's sorry for being a little bit impatient here, but that's because that's not what I'm to share here, but that gives you the background. So we are in one of these artificial realities and we are having what we could call the, the Andromedan, it's, it's not the Andromedan councils, but I'll just say the representatives from the worlds that are in right now a collision to ensure that we will not be dragged into the dark galactic core and we could call it the coalitions of uh, the groups that are working it has often been denoted the liberation movement the resistance movement but we have resistance movements in the d10 as well and they are the resistance scavengers against the draco so we can't really be sure whether or not it is this or that or whatever but there are many different representatives and everybody who has the awareness to participate in these councils are invited that's what i mean with the invitation if you have the genetic and energetic affinity to the realms where this is ongoing where this happens well then you are invited by you get the heads up the council meeting is coming and then you literally quote unquote log in your consciousness to these holographically created realms or rooms where you enter into we could call it kind of a skiff where you go in and you participate or a congress meeting similarly where you are at the observer you have different positions some are up with the active interaction in the holographic representation of what's going on and the observer position and i'm in the third ring so i am an observer i'm not allowed to interfere even though technically if i were in my full activated state of my original consciousness potentials due to the the level of uh, response i had as part of the workstations i would actually be part of the councils that would have a direct uh, control or not control but interaction with this group and that's often why i am invited and that's why i get a lot of information from others that know that I should rightfully be in that position, but I'm not. And it's not to elevate myself up and say, oh, I'm so this and that, whatever. The reason why I'm not up there is because after the timeline event and the, the things that happened there, um, things changed and I was pro a specific direction of how to resolve the issues after the timeline event. That didn't was, that was not the majority. And since quite a lot of the councils back then, they um, kind of shifted into the D11 collective. Well, I was not invited to the party and I was sent to the Andromedan system. Hence, some of the reasons why I understand what they're doing. But since I have the, uh, the, the configuration of the Andromedan system, I'm invited to these council members, but there I don't have any what we could call political acumen or genetic or energetic affinity to be in the position where I could have a say whatsoever. However, here I am invited because it is, I am in between these two chairs and the group that is uh, for, this is, a, it's not a trial, but it's very similar to one. 
and it is the discussion uh, or a negotiation. We are in a situation where there is a negotiation going on. And in the different groups that have grown out of our quadrant, trying to push back the, the, um, the D8 and the D11 and the D10 collectives, we have these, whenever there are the groups that want to leave these collectives and they want to shift side, these negotiations are typical. It has happened many, many times. When the D10 pulled out in 2020, we saw the same thing. They were negotiating and technically they didn't achieve what they wanted. These, these different groups within humanity in our system that shifted side and worked under the oppressors and the D10 collective, they wanted to shift side as we have seen it. Let me give a, a good um, uh, similarity that you can relate to is that after Second World War, quite a lot of the scientists that were part of the different projects within Germany, they became part of rocket projects within America, shifted there and got amnesty and were transferred there. So there is this kind of historical shift sides. If you have something to negotiate with, if you have something of value, then the things you have participated in, all depending on your level of participation and to what degree and what you have done, there are the possibilities of amnesty. And the, the trade-off of that amnesty is always what do you have to offer? Do you have something to offer that in terms of timeline sequences or code stream holographic viability rate, if that is something that can add in and enhance the viability rate for the joint majority of all of the species that are representative, represented in the councils, each one is a representative of different aspects or levels of the quadrant, then this group that is in, in the negotiation via holographic interface, it's kind of a sphere where they are representing themselves, they're not present physically. So we are in a holographic setting with a holographic interface that they are using because they don't have the energetic and genetic affinity to be present in that type of holographic configuration. Due to this group shifted side, when the D10, the Dracos pulled out, they aligned with the D8 collective, which this group is now uh, quote unquote regretting because they, as similarly as the other group that went to the D8 collective system in the Orion system, discovered that what they would get in the other end were not something that they had been promised. Let me just put it this way. Things had been painted prettier than it actually was. And once they realized what they were actually dealing with of these type of uh, uh, beings that actually exist in the Orion system, then they saw that being part of there, even though that they were promised a lot of things, when they finally got there, they discovered that the timeshare or the holiday apartment had been a little bit oversold. Let me just put it that way. So they now want to shift out of that because they can see that where that timeline is going is not a world that they want to be part of. Plus also they shifted side because they had this idea that if they aligned with the D8 collective, that used to have a lineage, the white uh, Orion Elder Strand, and that was some of the 
the the clearing work that uh, not that I wanted to. Anyways, it's difficult to say. Oh, do you want to be part of this? And do you you just get things thrown in your face in these simulations? And and you can say, well, I don't want to do it. And then you get under this complete agonizing, constant bombarding and. Uh, just ask Josh what I've when I say no, what happens? And then you just say, okay, fuck it, I'll run through the simulation. And you don't know if it is a simulation or if it's real or if it's just a holographic interface where they say, well, you you worked on the sciences to undo the effects of the timeline events, so you know how to work energetically with holographic architecture to undo the invertedness and the regressing of the different types of, of consciousness potentials by using the holographic energy system that you engineered when you came in here in some of your visits from the Andromedan system and onward and so forth. So that's that's the reason why. It's not because I'm there handing over my information. It's like I'm put into the simulation and I am literally fighting for my life in these simulations. And my physical form is being so severely affected by it that it sometimes literally goes into a death process. And then because they can see, oops, we have just pushed it a little bit too far, then they recalibrate me and put me back on my feet and I'm out for weeks after where I am self-healing and getting myself on track again. So I'm a guinea pig. It's not because I have any position whatsoever. So this is the weirdity of being part of these horrible programs of the secret societies trying to undo what they, what they, part of the, because the secret societies are, as you remember, the group that were part of the, the, um, the other side, the other agenda that uh, worked with the oppressors when we were colonized 15,000 years ago. So, and the rest of us, including me, we were put into other programs or exiled or uh, in any ways or forms. It, it's, uh, I don't want to go into that here because that's not the main thing, but it, it stirs up this whole kind of the question is, of course, Randy, why are you positioned uh, in this council? Why are you invited to this one? Because it is a matter of as we are running through, there are both what we call actual wars that ties into a replicate of mine that had a, what we call a fourth dimensional training in Bolivia of all places, um, which was part of the, what I was um experiencing while I was in Australia, which is when you are in some of these programs, you, you, because you participate in it and you have the awareness of it holographic energetically and you need to know what you're dealing with, then you're shown certain versions of the programs in simulations that are not the actual full truth. Nobody gets the full truth because it's all a matter of what is needed for the purpose and function that you are unfolding right now. And right now, or in Australia, when I came back, it was highly traumatizing for me. But it ended up in a huge battle with, as well, the Orions uh, in the uh, in time of 2018 and some of the AI wars I participated in that. So that was the peak of my training there and what they were uh, recalibrating me to be part of while I was in Australia, showing me different aspects of some of the older programs that traveled to Australia and became part of that one. And why was that? That was the whole uh, initial quote-unquote battles over the some portions of the original Lemurian grid that I had the energetic and genetic affinity to because that's part of the 612 pillar that was part of the original workstation. So it's nothing to do with quote-unquote Lemuria as people know of it. These are some of the older colonizing uh, colonies that were here that had the original configuration um, 
and withstood the timeline event, the effects of the timeline event to quite an extent because we were working in a different direction and that kept us in what we could say a configuration of the 612 uh, layers of the sixth dimension and up that preserved some of the original laboratories. And some of these laboratories had the access gate in Australia, which is why I was drawn there to begin with. When these gates began activating, it activated that level in me, but the counters were there as well and dragging me into all sorts of projects where they controlled the activation. And that's what I'm trying to tell you here is that no, none of us activates uh, under our complete free will. It, it's, it's tailored, it is administered, it is fully under control. And if you just, activate a little bit too much, then the repercussions come in and it's made clear all the way through and through that you have no personal empowerment whatsoever. And that that's, it's, it's, as I said, it's absolutely nothing that in any ways or forms will go in and say and recommend or in any ways or forms go in and say, oh, this is something I would, would uh, recommend to anyone else. It's not, it's, it's, it's dirty and it's absolutely not something to strive for or long for or want to be part of. Which takes us into those of us who have been guinea pigs. Well, if, if things really go bad, what will happen to us? And that's also one of the reasons why I'm, I'm represented in these council meetings, along with others that have been part of these programs that have not, uh, that are not out there talking about their experiences. And some are not even aware of it. It happens in dream time, but they're still represented. I recognize a couple uh, of people that are there, uh, which I know from physical life. So they are there, but they are in this weird state where you can see they are asleep. So they are there observing, but they're not really there. So they're kind of their energy system is drawn in, but they're not consciously aware there. You can see the different uh, types of uh, energy interface. How it is this one that's awake or is it one that's actually asleep and represents presented here without knowing that he or she is actually there. Okay, so so that's the, that's the other branch. So, so this is part of the negotiation. Those of us have been part of these unfortunate projects, let me call it that way, uh, that were part of the original uh, workstations working towards solving the effects of the timeline event. And then we had the whole things were falling apart and people were, were their code systems got in, inverted and they begin to change their, um, their energetic and a genetic affinity were more with what we call the fallen systems. And they are aligned with these and then we began the whole shibuckle of who's right and who's wrong and you can take it as a kind of a political environment where things nobody ended up trusting each other nobody knew what was up and what was down and uh, bad decisions were made let me just put it that way Okay, so, uh, and as always, there are winners and there are losers. And the winners, they teamed up with the, the colonizers. And then the, those of us who were left, we had uh, the, the possibility of getting ourselves exiled or um, joined the others. And, and exiled means that for me, it was not as a kind of, oh, do you want to go to the Andromeda system? It was literally going to a council meeting where I thought I was going to have another discussion. And before I knew of it, I was literally shown the door and I did not say goodbye. I did not have the possibility to in any ways or forms. It's like getting fired from the firm. You don't not even allow to collect your stuff or tell your coworkers that you have been, <laughs> you have been fired. They literally just take you to the office and then out of the back door and nobody knows what happened to Randy. Nobody knows. So that's also um, 
And there was a lot of speculation. I know that from some of the ones that have recalls of me in the workstations that, that I had shifted side. I'm just putting in here, I had not. I was shipped off to the Andromedan system. And no, I did not have a happy life there at all. Um, as far as I recall, I've... I completely, that version of me completely demolished and evaporated because I didn't want to be part of the Crystal Cities. Okay, so um, so just going into the understanding of what's going on right here. So it is those of th this, um, what they're pleading here, that's why I'm sharing what I'm sharing here, because the energy and what, what affects us, those that are there, this, this is where the holographic consciousness technology works differently than what you would, if you would go to a Congress meeting, you could sit there and have all of your own little stuff going on. And then you would be separated from the interface systems, as well as the quote unquote, the middle of the inner ring that is working with the understanding of what's going on. But the matter of the fact is everybody that's there press represented in the inner ring and the different rings. There are five rings in total, symbolizing the representative, uh, representatives of the different domains. And with that, we are affected holographically, energetically, and everything we hold is kind of, there's this huge cube technology above, and we are at the same time as we are participating in this meeting, we are being scanned, we are being monitored. The response that we have as in kind of the ones that are drawn in are also being weighed in that negotiation, in that what's been done, to, I've been drawn in because of what's been done to me, and that's why I'm talking about it. And I'm trying Trying to do it in a nice way and not crying and all these kind of things that would be more natural human but that's because i get this higher order energy to it and i have worked with this for 10 years when uh, the, the activation began of me the first thing i was told in my head is that you are dangerous and that's why you need to understand the culprit of what you have done and then went through so i've gone through my own trials of the different groups that thought i was a traitor just to discover down the line after humongous deep diving and activation of my genetics and throwing things at me and the way I responded that that was not the case and I have on a personal level been pulled into these councils being in one of these holographic spheres where they have literally looked into my energy system and scanned me from top to bottom and seen what's been done to me and in that I have been in these different trials have been cleared of uh, that this is not something I chose. This is not something that I have deliberately participated in by my own free will, but something that has been quote unquote done to me. And that makes a huge difference. So that's the first level of the trial. Is it something you have chosen by your own free will, or is it something that's been done to you? So the ones that are in the situation where it has been done to them, even though you could say, well, why did they break free? Why didn't they just leave these programs? Well, once you begin to understand how holographic energetic technology works, you also understand that this is a complete enveloping of your entire being. It's your entire energy system that gets pulled into that, whatever it is, the simulation or whatever it is. And not unless you're able to get to the storyboard and get the cube and get the technology and the replicate and the clone. And that's what I have shared in the advanced energy work class one to four, where I talk about the alien inserted technology and being part of these programs, which ended up me literally being pulled in and then get to the point where I could generate enough energy of my 
my own type of, of, of uh, configuration and then be able to, to literally begin to take down whatever I could of the holographic technology of whatever uh, negative project that I have been sucked into and whatever storyboard that they were using my genetics to run simulations so they could get the code and the replicated code of the gene code so that they could insert that into their own energy system so they would be able to uphold some of their old technologies, take them down and at the same time also be able to get the gene code that would allow them to use some of the dimensional bridges to come in here. And that's part of some of the reasons why I was drawn to Australia. It was not because, oh, Randy shows so fantastic. No, they needed that gene code. And I was um, tricked completely from A to Z because at that time I was this kind, loving kindness, spiritually oriented, helping everybody, working as a healer and being tricked from A to Z by the D11 con uh, Collective. And that's why I know what I know, what kind of programs that they are playing. So this is not because I'm part of that group. This is because my good heartedness and my kindness got me into some severe trouble. And that's also why I'm trying to, those of you who are out there that are these good kinded and good hearted people that that there is a reality that similarly in the the marriage where th your partner is deceiving you and you don't know of it and you think everything's good and fine because you're a good person right so no harm comes to a good person right that's what we've been taught and then it collides it creates cognitive dissonance when that happens and nobody really gets it why does that happen to me i've been doing nothing but being a kind person uh, like um Dwayne, uh, what was his name one of the, the new age gurus, anyways, I can't remember, Dwayne Dwyer, that was talking about part of that group of, of activation. And then he ended up, I can't remember if he had a heart uh, attack or cancer or whatever. And he didn't understand since he had lived his entire life as a healthy being. Why does that happen? Because of these programs. And that's, that's where I want to go with this as well, that, that we, the blame game. Is, is not conducive for what is happening right now. And we need to be in a way rational. And that's what these negotiations and these trials are all about. These are pre-runs for the understanding of, is it possible for the amnesty? Is it possible to invite humanity into this? Is it possible to activate? What were the ones that been through these programs? And then again, with sometimes you're pulled in by the black hats and, and then the white hats come in and the white hats used to be part of the black hats, but they shifted side. And, and that is that goes back so far to the workstation. So th there's nothing new in this. But for people that have not been through the 10 years of quote unquote training I have been through, they will experience this completely differently. They will use the good and bad dichotomy. They will have the good guys and the bad guys. They won't have the understanding of relative reality. They won't have the understanding of what actually played out here because they only given pieces of information and the rest has been tailored in a way to condition them into specific type of belief systems as we saw it uh, with the century of self which i definitely recommend that you will watch a little bit of american history where consumerism was created as a consciousness type within the human population using psychology which we are also seeing to to this day people are just so accustomed to it now that they don't really think about it anymore how this tailoring of the human mind has been going on for so long and this is not an excuse i'm just saying that 
the awakening, the full awakening, the full scope of the disclosure in itself is very, very, very complicated. And as it has been said in some of the old teachings, do not throw stones when you live in a glass house. So we have to be awakened into what program have we been part of? What have our replicates been forced to do? What kind of project have we been part of in one of the alternate realities? Not because we wanted to, but because we were dragged there. Or has a version of us that's been put inside this reality been engineered to be so, and then the rest is still doing some shenanigans in the fifth dimension because that part of the redemption program that were administered already back to Atlantis and some of the groups that were there that did some horrific genetic experiments and they got the allowance from the councils to be reseeded just to return to the dark agenda which they're now running on the quote-unquote new Atlantis programs and the military projects running the same type of horrific uh, genetic experiments as they did while they were part of the Atlantean colonies trying to undo the effect of the timeline for the D8 collective. So we, we are repeating our history we're repeating our past. We're repeating some of the mistakes we did back then. And we are now getting the final opportunity to do it right. And that's part of these negotiations. That is part of the mix. It's not karma, but it's the law of the cycles. So the trials and the negotiations are seen within the pattern, as I explained in the previous podcast, about the laws of the cycles, what has been done, because the law of the cycles tells us that things must be played out either to its elevation or its evaporation. That's the outer domain dynamics. There's no weaseling around that one. Either you elevate or you cease to exist. That's when we have got to this point where we are now, that's how it is. And compared to the other uh, podcast I did uh, yesterday that was more emotional because then it was the psychodynamics, here we are in what we call an environment of functionality, strategic movement, understanding of the laws, complete understanding of how genetics and energetic genetic affinity plays out within the original realms of the original civilizations. And there you begin to understand we don't have that emotionality that humans have. And that's a little bit kind of cognitive dissonance as well, because yesterday, Randy, you talked about the, the, when I did that podcast yesterday, and you will hear this coming up much, much later, because I'm recording this in October 2023, but I'm planning to launch it on the Future Humanities YouTube channel much, much later, simply because this is a pre-trial and we are doing this sharing. And it, that's part of the disclosure that those of us who had been drawn in how are we going to respond? How are we going to respond to what is now being played out? And how are we going to, uh, to, to deal with the negotiations and understandings of what is going on there? And this could be a complete simulation and it could be a pre-trial for the actual trials that were run later where the secret societies, aka the brotherhoods, are pulling us in that's been part of their programs, trying to see if we in any ways or forms can find forgiveness in our heart due to what they have to offer. And that's uh, where I want to go in the next podcast, because here I just laid the foundation. So it's just as much this whole trying 
it is uh, when I now when I got out of the explanation, then I will go into my heart and I go into okay, how do I feel about this? Because one thing is you begin to explain the sciences, and there you don't have emotions; you just explain the sciences. But then I go into say, okay, I have this group, and what I feel right here and right now that comes into me because now I talk my way through, and now I'm going into the situation. I created the framework so you understand what's going on. Now I participate in the trials, and as I said, it is an energetic and uh, genetic link up. So it's I run <clears throat> when I go into that, I see my entire lifespan inside the system run through my eyes. So everybody knows, everybody can see this is who I am because nothing is hidden in the holographic energetic realities. Nothing is hidden. You can see clearly who and what people are because you can see all of their nodal points, their past, present, and future, it all summarized in your complex holographic energy system. It's right there to be seen. If you have genetic energetic affinity with it, you share information right on the spot. Everybody knows who everybody is. There's no cloaking. There is no or who, who present to be something else that they are. That's part of the laws of the trials. You are as you are, you come in as you are, and what you have done will be completely clear. Otherwise, you don't participate in these councils or you stay away. And that's also when we have the trials, then nobody can can pretend that they're not what they are. And that's one of the reasons uh, when we go back to the workstations where we, that came as a huge prize for us, that suddenly it with the, after the timeline event, it became possible to cloak the the truth of who and what you are, it became possible. The D11 collective figured out how to cloak their energy systems. So they would represent themselves in a version in the councils and everybody still thought that they were there as part of the truth uh, of representatives because that's the whole point of the council so that we can see that all of us that gathers in the hubs in these council meetings, we will come in as we are. And then we can see how that affects all timelines or all code streams in our quadrant with who we are now, what would the ramifications be of that? What would that play out in the futures that will come? How would that affect the cycles? How would that affect the racial grid? How would that affect a holographic network? How will that affect that pattern within the laws of the cycles? So that's the point of the council meetings that we come in and we say, now we come as we are, now we show ourselves as we are, because we, we are not by words, we have no language. It's telepathic. It's right there in the holographic energetic system. It, it's right there in your architecture. You can read the code systems via these different types of cubes. And, and that's again, when we talk about some of the groups that, that took over these cubes, that was part of the invasion that did ages ago, 15,000 years ago, because the Dracos were part of these councils, because at the time they were in the councils, they were still humans, but they regressed and became something else. But they still had the allowance to enter into the councils. And once the D11 collective had invented the technology of, of literally creating the overlay that were, were manipulating with what they actually were and presenting themselves to be something else, more pretty, quote unquote, than they actually were, as in cloaking themselves, well, then it was easy to go in and literally use what they used to look like as a holographic overlay and then then not be what they actually were. And that way got the new gene code into the holographic link up 
in the council meetings that allowed them to come in and then speak untruthfully, so to speak, within the councils, that the scanners would not detect who and what they actually were, but would instead go in and interfere with the original configuration and by that adapt the council configuration from not being true, but affecting the cubes above the, the, the holographic blueprint of the councils to allow for this deception. And then the councils slowly but surely stopped being a place of truth but became a place of deception and that's some of the reasons uh, in some of the council meetings I knew that and I was trying to verbalize that and that that is technically what got me um, pushed out alongside with uh, other of the solutions that me and my team was working on to undo the effects of the timeline event. Anyways, these sciences is what they wanted their hands in because we were on the brink of actually figuring out how to take out the the in, the entire effect of the timeline event of the inverted genetics. And since I recalibrated my energy system to be able to break down the effects of the timeline event, you can figure out if you put that together, then you understand, okay, that's why I'm part of these projects because my, my genomes, including in my physical form, keeps breaking down the effects of the timeline event. It keeps rehealing itself and repairing itself. And that's why I'm being pushed through this as a guinea pig because they want to figure out, okay, what's the gene code here? What's the code system? How does that light code actually work with the holographic energetic configuration in a manner that will allow for the recalibration so it doesn't go into uh, the, the completed inverted dark light configuration, but resumes its original self-healing properties that aligns it with the original holographic network, which was what we we're working with in the 612 pillar after the timeline event. Okay, so um, and then you can figure out why did why did was I pushed out along with some of my team members that shifted side into the D11 collective? That's because they wanted that technology. So just to give you a little bit of background, so there's no myths about oh Randy and what her position is, whatever. It's just uh, there's nothing pretty. As I said, there's no heroes in this story. There are villains from time to time, but there are definitely no heroes because when things get dirty, it really gets dirty. And that's the foundation of our, um, of our reality field. Anyways, the Andromedans, they know of this. So this council has its security mechanisms that allows for discloaking, and that's some of the things, some of the programs I've been part of, as well as some of the training I had in the quote unquote artificial reality secret military project in Bolivia, was that we were trained to go through the cloaking to, to get the understanding of if it presents itself to be this, then it's not that. You also remember the quote unquote reptilian on my table that had that that insert that fourth dimensional holographic technology inserted into the midbrain where that allowed that uh, enhanced man that was human to appear as being a reptilian when in fact he was just uh, one of these augmented humans as part of some of the secret uh, military projects. So so this is this is the understanding of some of the secret programs that's been going on where humans have been pulled in, re-engineered, have got replicates in the fourth dimension and their own version inside this reality. Some doesn't know of it. Uh, I remember a guy in Australia that kept telling me how he saw himself as being a mantid um, in the fourth dimension and he didn't understand why he saw himself as a mantid. And it could be twofold either. He was a mantid in fourth dimension and his hybrid form inside this reality was linked up to the mantid. Or 
it could be that that he was one of these replicates that they were connected to a mantid because when you're in contact with these fourth dimensional being the extraterrestrials they have a tendency to completely override your perception of self they can literally make you believe that you were them so that's another triggery and then while they're doing that that's the dazzlement and infusement of their gene codes into your holographic energy system then they have full access and control of you they blend with you completely and then you 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 think you're them but you're not them but they have access to you and can use you as a way of operating through you and make you do some of their their gene code repair that's part of the regenesis programs and the more advanced version of it where they have replicates and you you get merged with these and you don't know whether or not it's you or not or whatever and what have you uh, so so that's also important to understand including some of the the groups that have been enslaved and some of the other systems the replicates there the the original form is in stasis but only replicates are around and then they have a human anchor point inside this reality as part of a human program down here and then the bleed through from that also gives the understanding of being affiliated with some of these programs or see some of these beings or whatever it is and there's always manipulation there that makes people think oh I want to be part of this of course not who wants to be part of something so horrific if you're a good human inside this reality the chances are that you probably are part of some of the other groups that have been brought here and part of the freighters and have been enslaved here and are being sucked into all sorts of weird interception manipulation programs that as i said confusing you to, to not figure out what's real and what's not real so part of the training for those of us who are in these secret awakening programs, whatever that is and whatever that means under the different groups, whatever that is, and they shift side and don't really know the good guys and the bad guys, because it depends on what, what they will do to survive and what they will do and find that's uh, right for them to do at the moment. So it's a merry-go-round and who's in charge and who's not and who's now coming in and who's now leaving and what version is it from the future or the past or what have you. So there's no straightforward, this is how it's done so the training is the understanding of the deception the manipulation the interception and the holographic overlay and the triggery that constantly goes on so the test trials in most many of these programs is to run you through all of these weird shenanigans and then it's for you to figure out is this real or is it not real what do i do here like being part of some weird computer game where you're not sitting there with the joystick in your hands but you're part of it and you have to figure out how to get out of the maze and all of the things that are being thrown at you in the right manner so that you uh, come out on the other end and doesn't have a physical effect of it and i think one of the best uh, what was it called a tv shows i watched in australia i think deliberately uh, thrown at me so i could get the understanding of what was going on it was carbon I think that was what it was called, where there was this guy who is in this holographic programs where he gets trained. So anyway, so that that was uh, that revealed quite a lot of information. It was on Netflix at the time, 2018. I don't know if it's there anymore, but it, there was also a lot of it that was uh, distorted and not accurate. So again, finding the snippets and that's part of the training in some of these programs to be able to um, work your way through the cloaking and the interception programs and the manipulation that's going on. Okay, so we now have got a lot of information coming out here and I am, let me just put it this way, I am contemplating upon making course material where I will be more 
uh, forthcoming with some of this information. At the same time, I'm also thinking about this. This is another version of the full disclosure where people are allowed because these groups are no longer present or they're shifting side. So the reason why I'm now allowed to talk about some of the horrific things that was put through in Australia, as well as part of some of the quote unquote secret programs in America, as well as quote unquote witnessing some of the secret programs in England is because these groups that used to be part of the, the D8 collective and the D11 collective, they are now shifting side. And these were some of the ones that administering some of the programs I was under as a trade off uh, for getting themselves into a better position inside the D11 and D10 and D8 collectives, where they, as part of the secret societies of the original civilizations that used to be part of our solar system, that used to be my co-workers, that used to be some of the ones that I used to work with in the workstation that shifted side, are now again trying to weasel their way around the fact that they shifted side and by that are throwing things on the table and said, well, we have participated in the activation of humanity because look what we have done. But they can't weasel their way around the truth. That's what this setup is all about, saying, okay, what have you actually done to activate humanity? What the, your quote unquote human projects, what have you actually offered to them? What have what circumstances have you allowed them to live within? How many rules of engagement have you actually broken? How many principles of the original principles of the solar system have you actually um, worked your way around using androids and other forms so to avoid quote unquote karma or the distortion residual effects of the course and actions that's been done inside this system. So this is also what the trials are about. And that's why they're negotiating. Because if they come clean and try to get they, first and foremost, they can, they have nowhere to go because of what they have done. They have broken so many energetic and genetic laws that the moment they get out of their created realities around our, the enclosure, they have no place to go. If these enclosures break down, as we're seeing with the artificial fourth that were under some of the colonizers, insectoid and avian reptile races, it began to break down once the plasma um, crystal pillars began to break down because they built these world on these ancient technologies that were part of the reconstruction after the timeline event. And as that breaks down, well, then these spheres, they collapse and they have nowhere to go because they re-engineered themselves entirely to be depending on the quote unquote human projects. And that's also part of the background of the hybrid projects because they knew that these artificial realities would break down. So they've been trying using, as I talked about, the blend uh, to, to get into this reality, into the enclosure, and then negotiate their way out of that. And that's where they teamed up with some of the secret societies within our civilization, trying to make humans inside our civilization, our the enclosure, to team up with them so they could be part of some of the projects inside humanity and in that cloak it and quote unquote justify it for the continuation of all races, alluding to what was done as an effect of the timeline event and some of the workstations and the recalibration of our system that were granted by granted to us by the high councils so that they, they come in and say, well, we have already done it before. Can't we do it again? Now we're just doing it in a different manner. We are still working under the scope of undoing the effects of the timeline event and then hoping for what we call an eradication of all of the things that they have done in between 
between where they have used the power that they got uh, in wrongful ways. They not realizing themselves to a large degree what they actually have done because they, they have what we call the ill-mindedness. They self-justify. They, they come, they create narratives that gives them the allowance to do what they're doing because they're saying, well, we did it for this, not understanding that they actually completely have lost the abilities for the principles and the rules and the laws of our system. And that's why in the transition sciences that I have uh, have put together, that's my work. That's not by anyone. That's how I recall how it was to the best of my abilities inside this human form and how the laws play in as part of our recalibration process, as part of our reconfiguration. We need to return to the original laws of energy of the solar system, the original principles under the different groups and races that joined here as part of this hub and the rules of engagement we made as a beginning point. So that's kind of what, what they are now saying, well, we allowed her, quote unquote, to do this. So that would be out there as an offer. So they're now playing in, well, we did this with that person and that person, and we did this and that and whatever, and we gave the allowances for this. But in the big scheme of things, 15,000 years of treason, is that enough? including one of the things that, that I would, uh, that I argue when I am in some of these discussions with some of the insectoids or some of the other groups that have passed by and found it to be uh, fruitful to create a field inside my living room and from the fourth dimension, and then have a conversation of uh, how I would view this or that or whatever as a kind of go-to person for, for uh, Q&As uh, done from the other side, right? The, the whole argumentation was that they had the power a very, very, very long time ago to activate humanity because technically the effects of the timeline event, the invertedness, was already consolidated within specific timelines and within specific lineages during the times of Atlantis, 65,000 years ago. But it was not... Uh, Anyways, I'm just leaving that. So, so the effects, but it, it collided, it came to a peak with the fall of Atlantis. So the quote unquote karma has already been played out, but there were interest in keeping it going. There were interest in letting it run still because some of the three, five configuration of the Atlantean timelines, they had what we call the gene code to the white Orion lineages, as well as the white Syrian lineages, as well as the white uh, elder strand of the Pleiadian lineages that had fallen during the Orion Wars. So that's why they kept these reseeding and reseeded them. But what they did not understand was the back door that was still in these elder strands because they had already been influenced by the timeline event. They had already shifted during the original councils. Anyways, everybody thinks that they, when we talk about these advanced technologies, everybody thinks, oh, we got the solution. We know we got this. We just need to do this and this and this and this. And one of the my co-workers in, in, in the 612 pillars that shifted to the D11 collective, well, he had these ideas of he could do this and this and whatever. And he was actually one of the founding uh, um, scientists behind what led to the ability for the Niburians to cloak themselves as part of the councils and then deceive the councils to get allowance to enter back into this reality field to quote unquote take down their seven heavens and seven hells, uh, the underworld technology and clean up and then assist quote unquote our planetary system uh, in recalibrating so that it wouldn't be linked up to the dark galactic core. And what they actually did was they went in and ditched open the gate systems and flooded 
supported uh, our entire reality field, which supported the dark, um, dark light code agenda and allowed for what happened between 2018 and 2022. So now you begin to get the other world uh, issues uh, that were behind what it, we experienced as you know what I'm talking about. When the matter of fact, it, it was because they literally opened up the gates from the different realms beneath our feet and flooded our the enclosure and humans that had the affinity with that, uh, creating different forms of genetic breakdowns. And that's why I began this podcast with telling you that sometimes when we have symptoms of quote unquote illness, it's actually something entirely else that breaks down inside our energy system. Okay, so I think that will suffice for this one. And then in the next podcast, uh, which uh, the plan is you will get this one and then I'll have seven days in between before I launch the next one. And that is so you can contemplate on the amount of information that's been given here, including it will probably affect you energetically and genetically. Those of you who have memories back then, you might be ignited by this. Those of you who have memories that are still under some factions that don't want you to have access to these memories, you'll probably feel the, um, the typical wake up and you are on a different timeline, completely forgotten what it was that you listened to yesterday. I talk about that in the Advanced Clearing Work Course 1 to 4 as well. There is the basic 4D and the basic 5D, and then there's the Advanced 1 to 4, where I talk about some of these uh, shenanigans that they are playing uh, on and has been going on for quite some time to keep us in the oblivion timeline where the D11, D8 and D10 have their coalitions and their conglomerates that are running uh, these programs uh, against the other two timelines that are under the uh, parallel universal matrix and the dark light uh, codings, uh, code uh, groups, races under the what we call the complete inverted version of the D8 collective. So again, remember, we have these different polarities within the different collectives. One are completely affiliated with the dark light coding. One is completely affiliated with the um, transhuman or parallel universal matrix groups. And then we have the one that is under the D11 uh, via the Niburians that are also part of the D10 collective and some of the Dracos that took off because they don't want to be part of that anymore. But some of them are now regressed to become what we call the scavengers and have shifted the side into the D8. So it's nothing is straightforward. I'm just, you just need to understand these shifts as you discover yourself. If you go through an observation of your own energy system throughout the month, all depending on what energy is due to the law of the cycle comes in, you will discover different versions of your holographic energy system that comes in play. And and unless you, you clear it and transform it, you could say, where's the culprit? The culprit is that you have the knowledge of how to clear and repair your energy system, but you don't do it. And the reason is why, why don't you do it? And that's part of the, the negotiations. The question that's been asked right now is why didn't you, you had the knowledge, you had the sciences, you had the technology. Why did you choose to stay under the oppressors? Why did you choose to still collide with the oppressors? Why did you choose to still suppress the rest of the other groups that used to be your brothers and sisters of the same lineages that you came from. Why did you choose not to use this technology for the betterment and the benefit of the highest good of the many so that once it was clear 
after the fall of Atlantis, because we could see up till the fall of Atlantis, we still had the invertedness going on. Why did you choose to negotiate with the dark lineages? And why did you choose to negotiate with the, what we call the, the, the um, complete regressed parallel universal matrix lineages? Why did you invite them to the party? Why did you not work to activate what was left of the original civilization, the original lineages inside the enclosure, activate them to their fullest potentials instead of these half-concocted programs that we have seen as quote-unquote spiritual program awakening processes that was rolled out in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s. Why not come in full with, because it was already possible in the 1950s, already beginning back in the previous centuries, already different groups that came in and tried to activate humanity on, in different sections of our history and were taken out for the very same reasons. Why did they not allow for the activation the moment that it was known? And why did they collude with the Dracos and the D10 Collective and allowed for the invasion and the colonization? And that's some of the big questions that are in, in the mix right now and that are being discussed. And I will return to that in the next podcast. Thank you.